Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined by the lovely Shonda Broom. How are you doing today, Shonda? I'm doing well, Diana. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being upbeat about it, even though we were just talking about how bitterly cold cold this month (laughs) has been so far. Yes. So, yeah, January is when we're recording this. I'm not sure it will air by that point, but, uh, you know, it's been a rough month, so it helps to have some some things to get through it. And so that's, I'm saying that to lead into our recurring segment, Fave Pots and Fave Not Pots. Um, so I'm going to start with my Fave Pot, and it's actually um, a I guess you'd say a beauty product. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you would say, what is wrong with me? It is a beauty product. It's by Mantra Mask. They sent me these samples. They're um, coconut eye gels, hemp CBD coconut eye gels with lavender, Mm -hmm. with nano encapsulated CBD, caffeine, hyaluronic acid, and niacin. Niacin, I mean, I know I was saying that incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway... I was like, yeah, okay. I'm always very skeptical. I mean, I will try all of the beauty products. Send me all your samples, but (laughs) know that I have a background as a cosmetologist, and I will be skeptical. But this, uh, I'm not kidding when I tell you. I put this on, and 20 minutes later, I look 10 years younger. Okay, maybe not not a whole 10, but (laughs) at least a solid five. I'm going to need the link to that product. I know, like, I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to do the next, another one tonight mm-hmm. because I, I need it. I look tired. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice product. So um, let me see. Where can you get it? Looks like Mantra Mask is the brand. Okay. So, yeah, uh, mantramask.com. So what is your fave pot right now, Shonda? So I have a lot of favorite products. Because <laughs> so I'm a kind of influencer and I get to try a lot of different things. But yeah. one product that really sticks out the most for me is a product by a company called Vita Optima. And mm. it's actually a tincture to go to sleep. So it's CBD, Stevie N. Um, I never had issues falling asleep. And I noticed, I guess since the, you know, after this pandemic started, I guess just how, I guess we all kind of feel, you know, it just. Right. That uncertainty. And, you know, sometimes yeah. I really do have restless nights. Just I'm tired of yeah. hearing about it. And I kid you not, like I take this. Right. And I don't even remember falling asleep. So I can't even tell you how quickly because <laughs> it's like it, it, it really comes on in a very relaxing and soothing way. And like I listen to binaural beats, too, when I go to sleep. So, yeah. you know, I just fall asleep. I have a very restful night. I don't wake up and in the morning, I'm really like, you know, refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. I'm not feeling sluggish or anything. So that's something I really do like because I've tried other sleep things in the past and 
Like, if I take a sleep medication, it counteracts with me, meaning I'm, like, up, I'm jittery, I can't fall asleep. So I really do like this product. I have that same problem, and CBN and CBG have been a big a big changer yeah. for that, the game changer, because I am the type of person, if it says that it's supposed to make you drowsy, I, especially sleep medication, mm-hmm. like, literally the only time I've ever hallucinated was when I took um, Ambien, um, and I was, like, taking this high dosage, because my doctor was like, you need the, the highest dosage that they have, mm-hmm. you know, this is many, many years ago. But, like, I was seeing auras and everything. I mean, it was crazy. I, wow. <laughs> it was not – I didn't sleep for three days. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh. It was bad. Um, so, yeah, it's great to have a safer option. And <laughs> Yes, a lot of people can't take those things. And, no. you know, unless they talk to their doctor about it. And, you know, being a nurse – and I used to do, like, home health. And so – that's when we get the truth out of patients, really. And it's like, right. I, I can't take that. I'm getting crazy. I'm like, did you tell the doctor? Well, no. I'm like, you have to tell him or it's not going to get better, you know? So you'd be surprised. A lot of people have those type of reactions to Ambien, especially I've heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, people have murdered people yeah. on it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Like, I don't know, I'll just stay with this insomnia. Right, yeah, like, uh, I'll just just lose my mind in another way. Right. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, my fave not pot right now is a show, it's actually on its, it it just had its final season air on HBO, Mm -hmm. um, or HBO Max, whatever you have. It's called Search Party. Okay. And honestly... The, the synopsis does not do it justice. It says, it, it names all of the characters, and it says they must deal with the disastrous consequences of successfully tracking down missing classmate Chantal. Now, that, that doesn't even begin to explain the show. This show is hilarious. It is scary. It is um, very suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It is clever. It's a satire. I mean, it's pretty much everything that you like you could want in some kind of entertainment to take your mind off of the hellfire that is the world right now. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I definitely recommend it. It just had its final season air. Um, and I think it's, I don't know how many seasons it was, honestly, but, oh, four. It's four seasons. So it's not a lot to get through, but it's the show that you don't really want to binge too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just watch a few episodes at a time and then like absorb it. <laughs> right. And then go back. <laughs> right. So what's your fave not pie right now? And so I'm, I'm actually watching a show like that. What you just say, you got to watch a little bit and then stop. Although I know some people binge watched it, but I got into Squid Games after oh. reading so many comments about it and... I mean, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I keep watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. um, I don't want to say it's good because it's just so much, uh, it is a lot of gore in it. I don't know if you heard of Squid, Squid Games. Yeah, yeah, the gore is what kept me from it. Yeah, I should it, say Search Party doesn't have a lot of gore. It, That's probably what <laughs> sells me there. So like the gore, and I didn't realize how bad the gore was until I started watching. Do you know uh, how you start watching something and you get invested? And it's like, I need to see what happens next. So Right, like Black Mirror. <laughs> so I can't That's stop. how I was with Black Mirror. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no. my God, Black Mirror. Look, I had to watch one episode. 
it let one episode process like a couple of weeks before I can watch another one. Black Mirror right. was wild. It really was. Yeah, and I'm like, why am I watching this? <laughs> what is happening right now? That first episode. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Talk about insomnia. That <laughs> right. uh, anyway. So switching gears a bit. Nursing, as you mentioned, is a majorly challenging job, especially in today's climate. But it's even more difficult when you aren't allowed to safely manage your own health, right? Right. (laughs) You're like, right, I know. Uh, the, (laughs) The hypocrisy that exists in the mainstream Western medicine makes it so that nurses, the very people doing the most to care for others, can't be honest about what they know to be medically accurate. Even more to the point, Nurses who are public about their support for cannabis are losing their jobs and professional reputations. And there are very few resources for pro-cannabis nurses, which is why people like Shonda are so crucial. Before we get to the many different projects and groups you participate in, let's talk about your own experience a bit. I recently wrote an article for the news station about people who are losing their benef- their employment benefits and employment <laughs> and a lot of other things that come with that um, due to cannabis use, and you bravely shared your story. Can you briefly tell us what happened? Um, yes, so <clears throat> uh, I'm a nurse who was actually disciplined for cannabis use. Um, mm-hmm. I was put in a situation where I had to choose suspension or voluntarily surrender my license because I failed a pre-employment screening. And I mean, it's a story as to how I got to where I got and what encouraged the cannabis use, because I'm like, I'm not a, I'm a a late bloomer when it comes to cannabis. I I wasn't like a smoker in my teens or twenties or anything like that. But um, really I had fell into a depression after what I consider was a traumatic experience for me in my life. And cannabis really helped me cope with that. Believe it or not, I know, especially right now, you'd be like, oh, no, I don't know, Shonda. There is a shortage of nurses, right? But it was very hard for me to find a job um, during this time. And when I finally did, I did fill the the screening. Now, back then, I wasn't as knowledgeable about cannabis as now. So back then, it's like, okay, let me just get on the internet and see, you know, what I could do real <laughs> quick. Yeah, so I and not myself. to cut you off. <laughs> Not to cut you off, but just to interject, that back then was not very long ago. Right. right? It I wasn't. Mean, that's the thing. It was 2016. I mean, five years ago. Yeah, it wasn't right. that long yeah. ago. And um, so what I did research, it, it did not work for me. And of course, I ultimately failed that screening. But a month later, I did pass um, a screening for a new job. And it was something I loved to do. I loved home health. And then the board, they contacted me and, you know, it was like, you're under investigation, you failed a pre-employment. And I spoke with a lawyer, I spoke with a couple of different other people, but I was terrified. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not like I'm a, again, no judgment because I smoke cannabis right. every day now. So when I say this, yeah. but I was back then, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not a pothead. Like, you know, I'm a nurse, what's going on? I'm scared. Like, I can't believe I'm, I ruined my life for this, Right. But then on the flip side of it, I knew that I was dealing with this depression and the cannabis was helping. 
along with me ending up having, you know, to go talk with a therapist as well. But I was like, you know, I, I cannot accept that suspension because if I did, that's me saying cannabis is wrong. And I said, you know, like right now, I don't see nobody in my state. You know, I know other places, yeah, but in my state, I don't see people like standing up for cannabis and saying, you know, like things need to change. And I thought, right, well, maybe, you know, maybe it'll start with me. Maybe if I learn more about the situation, even if I can't get my nursing license back, maybe... <clears throat> I could prevent this from happening to someone else. And so that's basically how I got here. Right. <laughs> it was I not mean, intentional. It's, <laughs> right. And it's it's wild even more hearing your story. I mean, I already knew that part of it, but I didn't know what your background was until we spoke a little bit earlier. And so even knowing that you came up with like, no, you know, plant medicine knowledge, mm -hmm. you still were a late bloomer to the plant medicine and I'm the opposite. I did not have, my family was like pills, 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 pills. And I <laughs> was smoking, uh, you know, since I was like 12 or 13 mm -hmm. and I was, I was like, I, I never tried anything that, that wasn't, except for one time acid, mm -hmm. but I never tried anything as a, you know, young adult and a child that was uh, not a plant, mm -hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy to think about that, but I, I, I think it just makes sense in a lot of ways. But um, anyway, your experience led to creation of a nonprofit. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so, I mean, after my situation happened and, you know, I knew I loved herbalism and holistic wellness, like, it was always something on the side that I would research, learn about, things like that, but it was no nothing I actually ever actively thought about doing in my life because, I mean, I was a nurse. I didn't have to think about anything. You know, we get a job, we work, that's that, <laughs> really, right. as a nurse, but... When I seen that I was put in a position where I could, like, really evaluate my life and I could, like, say, okay... This is what I want to wake up in the morning and do. Um, I got on a path of wanting to open up a holistic center. And I wanted it to be a nonprofit because I seen a need from the nursing side of things that people may need and they may not necessarily can afford it or, you know, the access isn't out there. And I just felt like, you know, again, maybe I could be the change, you know, that was my That's way of trying to keep myself positive in the midst of my darkness. Okay. That no, is maybe a major I could thing. Be the change. <laughs> That's a major change. I mean, speaking personally, like there's such a lack of that. Mm -hmm. I, even with, I have quote unquote, good insurance, right? Right. If I want to see a holistic practitioner locally, I still have to drive an hour, which I don't have a car. So, I mean, we have one car between mm -hmm. my husband and I, so that's not possible. And my insurance won't cover it. They won't take insurance and they want you to pay something like, I don't know, it's, it's hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. that you have to pay like a monthly fee, sort of like a membership kind of a thing. Yeah. And I can't find anything locally that isn't that sort of thing that is astronomical, you know, mm -hmm. and inaccessible. And you know, I mean, it's really a problem. People don't realize, especially in this cannabis industry, because a lot of people come from places that are much more progressive, like California. Mm -hmm. And it, <laughs> when you live in that land, you think, wow, how can you not, you know, go to all the holistic all the herbalists, all the naturopaths, right, you know? Right, It's like they have everything. And I love that 
about places like California because I'm like, okay, these things give you the framework. Hopefully, you know, when (laughs) some of these places wake up and they see the success in a progression California has when incorporating this and making these things readily available to the population, then maybe we could start making this whole country a little bit more healthier. Because, I mean, you know, healthcare right. sucks. Yes, I know I'm a nurse, yeah. but I'm just being real. Healthcare sucks. There are insurances that suck. Like you say, your insurance won't it's even. It's not the care providers. Right. It's, it's, the, the, it's the system. It's the logistics know? of it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's the crushing system that is so broken, it's beyond repair. Right. And it needs to be completely dismantled. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is such a challenging thing for you because you you know people put you up on a pedestal and yet you know the truth mm-hmm. you know and you can only tell it in segments almost yeah. because <laughs> let me tell you, I have stories and I'm like and they're like oh nurses so I'm like mm-hmm. oh healthcare our healthcare we have the best no we don't you know <laughs> like, right yeah. yeah. And that was my I struggle mean, with nursing when I was actively working. It's like, oh, I want to tell people the truth, but right. I can't say I, I did. I dabbled in home health care, and it was only because I was trying to get experience in social work, mm-hmm. and I wound up becoming a home health aide for uh, elderly, and I wasn't trained mm-hmm. at all, and, and these people were putting their trust in me to take care of their family members. And I didn't even know what I was stepping into. I mean, just the little, you know, Polaroid that I got from my brief experience doing that is just horrifying. And I'm sure (laughs) it's much worse. Think about that. Like with this pandemic and the lack of staff and everything going on right now, I'm sure it's like a hundred times worse. That's why I was like, I'm like, maybe the situation, it was a gift and a curse at the same time, because, you know, had my situation not happened, I would have just been working as a nurse because, again, I'm a nurse. I've just got to work. That's what I do. But I'm glad that I was able to be more on the path that I am on now because I have helped a lot of people, you know, change their normal routines or try to get yes. healthier, you know. So even though I'm right. not actually <laughs> like nursing in a traditional way, I'm still able to help people. So, I still love I that think, side of it. Yeah, it's you're doing it in a radical way, which is actually transformative. Mm-hmm. And um, the the reason being, it's like we're talking about the pandemic, and I'm not saying that you should find the silver lining and everything, but really, I mean, how else are we supposed to get by every day? Right. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing that I've I've read a lot about and and even written about myself is that in the the last few years, people are taking um, more and more control of their health yeah they're taking they're realizing that they need to be their own advocates which i've been screaming for years you know to mm-hmm. <laughs> at the rooftops <laughs> like this is what you because i've always had to be you know saying like all right you're not going to take me seriously let me move on and and now people are realizing that it's that's what they have to do because the healthcare system is so overwhelmed now that even if you want to be proactive about your uh, healthcare, it's it's almost impossible. Right, right. It's like going to McDonald's. I say, like it's like a it's like a fast food experience now. Going to the doctor, any doctor, at least it has been for me. They're like, okay, well, see you. Bye. Uh, yeah, bye. I mean, if it's, not, <laughs> if it's not COVID, it's not serious. Well, okay then. And I, I have seen that as well. That you know, a lot of things um, are different health issues people may be experiencing right now 
um, like let's say prior to the pandemic, it could have been, you know, like a, a major concern. And but I've all I find since this pandemic that, you know, those type of things aren't necessarily put to the forefront. And you know, I do understand COVID is going on. I do understand people are sick, but at the same time, people are still sick with other things. And those things should always still be priority if they had been priority prior to all of this happening, you know? Right. I know. I was telling my therapist about, you know, my ongoing issues and she's basically like, why can't you find people to take care of this for you? <laughs> and I'm like, um, have you been to the doctors lately? Right. Because, uh, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so what are some misconceptions that you think that the public has, the, the non-cannabis friendly public has about cannabis nurses? Um, I think the first thing would be like, is there such a thing? <laughs> Yes, right? Yes. So, yes. Um, I had an editor actually ask me that a while back, and I was like, yes? Yeah, yes. so that that is the biggest thing. Like, is there really a such thing? And, I mean, I didn't think it was a such thing when my situation happened, and then I got to a point in 2019, I'm like, no, there has got to be nurses out there that think, like, I think that this is okay to use this plan as medicine. And so that's how I did start to find different organizations. But, you know, like even going to conferences and different things like that, you'll hear other cannabis nurses like, you know, I tell them I'm a cannabis nurse and they're like, what? Like, that's real? <laughs> like, is that a real thing? Right. Um, I think another big misconception is, you know, I know nursing is like one of the most trusted professions, but people do still believe that nurses shouldn't be proactive about their own care, meaning if you want to use cannabis as medicine that you should. Um, I think it, they think it's fine when you're taking care of me, but if you are consuming, oh no, that's bad because you shouldn't be smoking that. And and I think that is really crazy that you can educate a patient on cannabis. You can help them figure out their best uh, methods of use, you know, recommend products and different things like that. But when it comes to you as a nurse being a patient, then that's a problem. I mean, nurses are still human. They still deal with anxiety, yeah. depression, hypertension, right. the same issues that your patient would deal with. So I think the misconception yeah. in that is like, you know, that nurses shouldn't be patients with nurses. I say they should definitely be patients after going through these last two years. They should be the first uh, one on the list. <laughs> you should be able to microdose on the job. Yes. Like, like as a benefit, they should be giving you for free the, the tools to microdose on the job but you know what the problem is though when it does come to the nursing side of it is like the nursing boards acknowledging cannabis as medicine i have that problem here in louisiana and um (laughs) my husband's like why do you always email these people like stop it they're not gonna give you your nursing license because i get so passionate about this okay and when i read articles about the research and what it's done like i will just start emailing everybody in that office articles, the links. I'm just sending them all kinds of stuff. He's like, they're probably not even reading these emails. I'm like, I don't care. Somebody's going to read it. Somebody's going to open it up one day that they I need to address that. it. Yeah, I'm very aggressive with that. I love that. That is so amazing. <laughs> so, I love that. So, I mean, they have to address it first. And I think that cannabis nursing would be more widely received and accepted and you know, the collective can understand, well, yes, yeah, okay for my nurse 
uses cannabis because nurses are saying cannabis is medicine. I think it's like just not enough nurses out there talking about right. it. How can I use my medicine without getting high? Okay, thank you. But you <laughs> there's no way that you could actually do it yourself. Right. <laughs> it's the same like it's just so wild. When I was a hairstylist, it was almost the same thing with you getting your hair done and your makeup done and stuff like that. Like if you had your hair freshly done and you made one of your clients wait, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, okay so you have time to get your hair done (laughs) that's true with hairstyles because they expect y'all to just come looking all frazzled it's like why can't i be beautiful Right. No, but you get written up for that because believe me, I've gotten written up for that are you serious? uh, oh yeah they want you to come in looking like you are everything that that person wants to be whoever's in your chair and I'm like, isn't it the opposite? Don't you want them to be like, you're working so hard, you have no time to do anything, right. so you must be good at what you're doing. I was like, I, I don't know. That was my thought. And they're like, nope, that's not it. I was like, but I'm not the one doing my hair. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so let's talk about the groups that you're working with, because there are a lot. And and we I cut you off earlier when you were talking about your center. So if you want to start with that, go ahead. Um. So... First things first, my holistic center. Um, I have I do a lot of different things. And the reason why I do so many things is because I just love a lot of different things. And I was trying to find my path <laughs> in the midst of all of this. So, like, within my holistic center, I have a, a nonprofit program uh, called Know Your Status. And that's encouraging uh, global HIV testing and awareness. And wow. I'm in my eighth year now, and um, it, it's been great with that, actually. Just I've talked to people from all over the world, people who've been positive, and, you know, I've done consults with people all over the world, and my consults with that are free. Um, and we've also participated in different type of events as well. Another thing I have going on, and this is cannabis related, <laughs> so look. You know, we've had our medical program here for a couple of years, and I didn't, I never, like, became a patient, okay? But this year, in January, flour became available. And so when I knew this was happening, I'm like, yeah, so now I want to be a patient. <laughs> and it looks right. <laughs> That's how I was when I was in Florida. It was like, nah, there's no point. Yeah, it's there's no real no point, point, but flower, well, yeah, I'm going yeah. do it now. Right. And so, um, you know, I did my consult towards the end of last year and then I officially became a patient. And I wanted to be a patient not only because I wanted to t- try all the different strains and knew what I was, you know, consuming, you know, that was part of it. But because, <laughs> you know, when you get it from the plug, you don't really know. But right. another, <laughs> another thing was I wanted to see what it's like on the other side. It's one thing yeah. to be a healthcare provider. And, you know, you like, you know, you need to take this, you need to do that. And then we're going to reconnect. And like you let that patient go on its way. But to be a patient and to have that experience and to feel their frustrations, it opened my eyes to um, a lot more that I feel like I need to do in the community. So I always research like, you know, different collectives in different states like that. And I'm like, man, I want to do something like that down here. And I'm like, these laws are so finicky here. I don't even know how I would do that. So I'm still there in this part of what I'm trying to create. But what I want to be able to create is some type of collective to help patients afford their consults with the doctors, as well as their medications. So um, I also do consults, can of consults as well. 
And the biggest issue is they're like, I can't afford that doctor's consult, you know? And, yep. and, and so mm-hmm. it stops at that point, you know, yeah. they, they're not getting in and being able to get the medication that they need, especially now since flour is available and more affordable than, you know, getting the vapes or anything like that. So I was like, okay, that's one problem, but it's like, okay, if they can't afford the consults, then they probably can't afford their medication either because insurance is not covering these things. So you have people who may be already on fixed incomes, especially our elderly who can benefit, but they can't necessarily get. So um, I used to do like events way back in the day, uh, the Mardi Gras club and all of that. And I'm like, you know, what if I throw these like cannabis inspired type, you know, themed events that Mm -hmm. can, it's not just about, you know, smoking, getting high. Like they were really like be like educational type events. And these type of events can help not only educate the public, but they can help to fund the program for the people who need it, you know? So that's one of the things that I'm really going to be focusing on for 2022, especially with me being a patient. And like I said, seeing the other side of it, every time I go to a dispensary, it's like somebody has what I like to call a a little mini crisis (laughs) because something is wrong, you know, and everybody's busy in there. So I hear it. What's going on? Like one lady, she was telling me, you know, this happens when I take my tincture. And I'm like, I'm just looking around like there's no nurse in here. There's no anybody in here to tell me. If I didn't have my husband, I would be. (laughs) Right. So many people would be clueless. And so that's another thing, too, that I, I will push in some type of way that I do feel that those dispensaries need um, a nurse or someone in there. Because like I said, they're so busy that they can't give that patient care. And I mean, that's what nursing is about, patient care. So I like to see that. And also for the employees. I mean, hello, holistic, let's think big picture, right? Like take care of the employees. The employees are better (laughs) doing their jobs. And then, you know, the the actual customers will be treated better. It's just like a whole thing if we just, you know, (laughs) I don't know why it's so difficult. It shouldn't be, right? (laughs) Like it it really shouldn't be this difficult. And I just don't understand why. Just let everybody I mean, capitalism. Well, yeah, of course. (laughs) They got to tax it. It's all about the money, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, why? Oh, yeah, that's right. The money. <laughs> it's all about the money. Yeah. And I've had people who, like, come from the money side be like, I, why is it like this? <laughs> like, well, people like you, but I can't say that. <laughs> right. um, anyway. <laughs> so before we go, can you talk about what other um, groups that you're involved with, like anything else that you want to promote? Uh, yeah, so um, you have a lot going. I on. I have a lot going on. That's what I said. We, it's, look, we're gonna need a part two, but the group will. <laughs> the groups I'm in is um, if there are any nurses out there who are interested, and some of them also except like nursing students as well. But there's American Cannabis Nurses Association. Nice. There's Cannabis Nurses Network, and there's also Cannabis uh, Nurses of Color. In a new organization I just recently joined, and if you like marketing and, you know, because marketing is the future, this digital marketing thing, it's Cannabis Marketing <laughs> Association. So, and I, uh-huh. and I love it. I just joined in December and I love it. So if you're into marketing, definitely check that out as well. Um, I have a Canna Influencer course out nice. and it's on Teachable and it's basically uh, teaching people how to 
the it's like influencer marketing through the cannabis industry, but it's legal because everybody don't live in a legal state. So it's also, you know, marketing CBD hemp products as well. And um, that's actually on Teachable. I think I said that. But I have that yeah, course. You have a lot of courses. I, I have like a lot. <laughs> like, I don't even know how I keep up sometimes. But, right. Um, I'm like, which one can I take here? <laughs> but Certified a, meditation teacher Yeah, course. like all of that. The crystal therapy, you know. So I'm into like all kinds of stuff. Um, but that's my biggest thing right now. Like I want to say the cannabis influencer course. Um, I just came out with it at the end of last year. And it's also, you don't need thousands of followers. And I think that people think like, you know, when we see influencers these days, like I need 20, 10, 20,000. No, you can have like a couple hundred followers or you don't even have to focus on the internet side of things to actually be an influencer. You can be an influencer in your community. And that's basically what the course teaches. Everything I I've learned. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you just filled with so many gems. Um, <laughs> that's right, though. That's what that is the kind of influencing that I'm talking about. Like, that's be a community influencer. Yes. Right. Like, who cares about how many people follow it you? It doesn't matter. Downloads, you know? It doesn't matter because they might not buy from you. You have 10,000 and not one of them <laughs> buy what you're selling. But if you can yeah. put yourself in the community and you can let, you know, build up a trust within the community, whatever it is that you have to say, you know, they are listening. Or if they know they have a question, they know that they can come to you. And I do experience that a lot in my community. I mean, cannabis is still, you know, <laughs> kind of taboo around here, even though yeah. we have a medical program. But, I mean, it, it's interesting the people that reach out to me, um, asking me questions. I had a little group of church ladies once, and they're like, well, if Joe Osteen says CBD is okay, we want to try it. Where do we get it from? And I'm like... <laughs> It takes Joe Olsen to say CBD's okay? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But I'm like, okay, let me send you a link. Right, exactly. It's like whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. But I'm so so happy to hear people like you exist <laughs> in the world to help further the cause. Uh, because you're doing such amazing work, seriously. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. I really can't say how much I appreciate you enough because it will sound stalkerish, really. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. But you know, right, it's, it's something, you. you know, but it's something how if that had not happened with my nursing right. license, none of this would be. So, you know, I think back and it was such a dark period in my life. Like I really truly had days that I would think that, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, because yeah. it was so devastating to lose that, something I worked so hard for. But, you know, I reflect over the last five years since it happened and just the people I've met and the interactions I've had and the experiences I've had. I mean, they've been amazing. I would have never imagined, you know, in a million years, some of the experiences I've had and I'm grateful for it. So it was definitely um, what appeared to be a curse in the beginning, but it ended up being a blessing, I feel. Because I still get to help people. That's probably Joel Osteen's doing. Yeah, you thank know? you, Joel. If you, look, Joel Osteen, if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> Let's help normalize cannabis, Joel. Thank you. Right? Seriously. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you are just such a pleasure. And please come back anytime, seriously. I will, most definitely will. I would love to come back.
And where can people find you before we end? Just one more time to make sure that everybody knows where to find you. Okay, so on Instagram, you can find me at duh, like D-A, 420 Nurse. And I also can be found at duh, like D-A, Holistic Gypsy. I'm on Facebook as Shonda Brum. Um, I'm on TikTok, y'all, and I'm still trying to get into this TikTok thing. Look, I'm a, I'm older, and yeah, you know, I'm there too. To... <laughs> by the time I get into it, people are gonna be like, "What are you talking right. about?" It's, like, it's gonna be over what? with. That's what I feel like. It's gonna be over with by the time I'm like, so... I'm taking two months to plan a video, <laughs> right? I'm like, should I do like, this? Boop, boop. Do I need to make a set? Like, do I need to do a background? I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm gonna hire a camera person. Um. <laughs> You have these kids making millions of dollars dancing in their bathroom. I know, like, where do they come up with these moves? I don't know. Who has this time? It makes me feel kind of bad about myself sometimes. I'm just like, wow, um, this would take me literally a year to come up with. And I'm like, I I think, like, am I that old? Like, I don't know. Am I that old? Is the internet moving that fast? Well, I'm almost 40, and that's the first time I've said that out loud on this podcast. Well, um, well I'm 40. I, almost, Look at I that. still we have share seven ages. months. I'm I 40. still have seven months. So it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're up there, but not that far up there, because we're aging like fine wine, so... Yeah, but, exactly. But you understand but where I'm coming from. We're like, yeah, we're at that point where we're like, oh, yeah. crap. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's not me. I am not, <laughs> not there. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> thank you again for joining me today and providing such an awesome resource. Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at your highness podcast or on twitter at highness podcast be sure to rate us on itunes and subscribe